Hey there, busy teachers. I'm Jodie and I'm obsessed with all things teacher related. With over a decade of teaching and leadership experience, I'm here alongside some incredible voices of the teaching profession to share some wisdom and tips with you. As teachers, we love to teach, but we live to learn. And so this is the time for you to sit back, relax and absorb some magical teachings that will help lift and inspire you. This is the Busy Teachers Club podcast. Hello and welcome to the solo show. Can we get a minute this week for supporting our year 11 students? They've had a rough time of it, there's no doubt about that. The pandemic has added such a big layer of stress and strain for them, so let's talk today about how we can best support them. So it's no secret that students worldwide have had a tough time of it this last two years. There has been so much talk of lost learning and gaps because students have missed quality teaching and learning time in the classroom during various points of the pandemic. And because of the instability of their education have suffered as a consequence, both academically and beyond. Now, students are back in the classroom and we're all trying to race with them to the finish line of exams, trying to cram in as much work as possible to fill those gaps. There's always a tremendous amount of pressure on year 11 students with revision, assemblies, driving home, constant messages of consistency and hard work, classwork, homework, mock exams, reports, college applications and loads more. And this year's year 11 have that as well as the weight of the pandemic on their shoulders and the sheer uncertainty of what's going to end up happening in the summer. The support we need to be offering them has to be different because they are in a unique position. They're in a different position. And so our support needs to reflect that. In the classroom is the perfect space to offer students that support. So it's likely that students are feeling the stress of possible upcoming exams. Couple that with the constant uncertainty of whether they'll be in school, isolating, whether it's going to be teacher assessed grades instead of exams. And you can imagine what kind of anxiety they might be experiencing. And so the first thing that we can do is offer them calm consistency in our classrooms. Every lesson structured in a way that they're familiar with, boundaries that don't shift calm teaching instead of teaching with a stressed out energy that might come from our own anxieties about all of the things that I've just mentioned you know we need to help them to feel safe the safer and the calmer they feel the more information from our lessons will be absorbed and the more able they will feel to take on more in the form of extension tasks homework and revision so that would be the first thing I would say Lots of students find revision quite difficult and with things being so up in the air, some students might be reluctant to even start. Supporting students with positive and manageable revision skills is going to be key this year. Taking some classroom time even to model what that looks like in your subject can be really powerful. And I know it might feel a little dangerous handing over valuable classroom time to do this, but it will hopefully provide students with a bit of a boost of energy and confidence that they need to feel able to start with their revision and hopefully be a bit more independent with it. This might look very different in different classrooms, but here are a few things that I've done with my year 11s that have worked. So the first thing that I did is I helped them to map out their revision for my subject, which is English, and plotting alongside everything else they have to do, because I'm also aware that, you know, it's not just English that they have to revise for. And also within that session, I modelled how to get really specific with revision planning. So instead of just writing English Lit on their plan or even just Macbeth, they're to write something specific, such as Macbeth themes followed by practice question on ambition. So really planning out 
um, what their revision looks like. And that can be in line with their PLCs or, or some other way that you guys identify areas for development so that they can use those areas for development on their specific plan. Because what tends to happen when people are out of their comfort zone, when they're feeling stressed and strained, if they're having to do revision, they might well choose something that is well within their comfort zone, something that they are feeling actually quite confident with. And we want to try to encourage them to lean into the areas for development and focus on those first. You might also want to give them a framework to use for their revision. You know, a lot of students say to me, oh, I don't know how to revise for English. How do I revise for English, miss? And so our school has created a one hour model for revision. Um, the achievement team created it and it works great because it splits the hour up into manageable sections and it offers guidance on what each of those sections could look like. So, for example, the final section of the hour framework is practice. And so that might be completing an introduction to an essay. You might be completing a full exam paper in time conditions, maybe completing a set of questions or completing a task that they've built up to in the previous sections. So giving them a framework for their revision instead of just saying, yeah, OK, revise Macbeth for an hour. You know, what does that look like? How can I break that down? Um, and so creating a framework to, for them to use for their revision can be really useful. And also having some way of monitoring revision really helps. So I have a chart in my classroom which tracks who's brought me in revision to show me whether it be a practice paper or some revision cards. It doesn't matter. It gets a, a smiley face. You know, this really helps for me to offer praise around revision and to show students that I really do care about what is being produced at home because I do because it, it you know it improves their understanding and it helps their skills to develop further and so of course I care and this idea of having something visual in the classroom really helps to kind of um, communicate that to students. Now, there's always going to be a handful of students who just don't want to engage, you know, whether it's fear or lack of confidence manifesting in tricky behaviour or defiance. It's our responsibility to support these students, too. And it might be that a bit more of a targeted approach is needed for these students in the form of maybe small group or one to one interventions. If students are reluctant to attend those, you know, it might be worth trying to contact home to see if that helps or tracking the attendance with um, a report of some kind might be worth also finding a member of staff that that student really connects with and having them to help um, with mentoring that student, getting them in the right frame of mind to attend said interventions. The aim is to get a bit more buy-in and to increase their confidence little by little because that's the key to having more motivation, for them having more motivation to engage on the whole with their education. I think we also need to consider the way we approach the year group as a whole. So the pressure is on. Everyone knows it and everyone feels it, staff and students. But the messages of urgency and resilience and importance of hard work can be delivered in a calm way and still be received by the students. Energy is so powerful. And if students are being set up for the week with a long winded assembly delivered with a fraught or manic energy mirroring the stress felt by staff around year 11 and exams and results and their own general stress, then they're going to absorb that. And they're likely to take that on as their own energy for the week. So try instead to offer manageable chunks of information delivered with a calm and rational energy, one that makes students feel safe and ready rather than worried and desperate. 
So considering how we deliver those messages to year 11 might also be something that we consider as classroom teachers and as leaders in the school. It will come as no surprise that we also need to consider students' mental well-being in and amongst all of the academic support that we offer. How students have responded on the whole to the pandemic pandemic has been nothing short of inspiring. Students across the world have dug deep and have shown such a force of strength and resilience. It's been just incredible to see. But that being said doesn't mean that it still hasn't taken its toll. It doesn't mean that every day is able to be met with that same strength and resilience. And we know that, don't we, as teachers? On the whole, we've managed, but there have been some tough, dark days along the way. We're human. We're all human. We all struggle. And so Offer as much compassion, warmth and understanding as you can to your year 11 students. Listen to them, work hard for them, support them, give them your time and energy when they need it to go the extra mile for them. They really need this right now. Try to imagine how you'd feel in their shoes and use this empathy to drive your support. This is not easy for them and they may not have adults supporting them with the whole process of preparing for exams at home. Identify what they need, whether it's homework in smaller chunks, more regular marking of revision pieces, email support with homework, more group work opportunities in lessons, a mentor, support with structure and revision, one-to-one -one help, revision sessions, lectures, interventions, whatever it is, and then work towards providing the provision they need to be successful. Knowing they've got you on their side, flying their flag and doing everything you can to support them might just be the encouragement they need to succeed. Have a brilliant week, guys. For more information on today's topic, head over to Instagram at Busy Teachers Club and look out for today's podcast post to join the conversation. I would love to hear your thoughts. The content of this podcast links perfectly with this month's Busy Teachers Club membership. For more support with your professional development, classroom resources and teacher well-being, head over to busyteachersclub.co.uk to learn more about our monthly subscription, which provides an abundance of timely support, resources and inspiration directly to your inbox every month. This will help you to continue to learn and grow as a teacher without having to do all of the research and planning yourself. What a time saver. With key monthly foci, including closing the gap, curriculum, teaching and learning, leadership and more. And with every month, including book recommendations and resources to help you to continue to diversify your curriculum. This really is a goldmine of value for $4.99 a month. That's all for now. Thank you so much for listening. And just remember, busy teachers, no matter how tough it feels, there is always light because the light is you.